This podcast is protected by the First Amendment of the Bill of Rights of the United States of America, the freedom of expression, i.e. the freedom of speech. This recording that you are now listening to is my declaration of war, my hardest revenge and attack on every single one of you, you who are the weak, hollow, and pathetic, willing, and unwilling pawns of the enslaver, created through mental conditioning and indoctrination to become their drone servants. Slaves created to assist in the carrying out of their domination agenda, their control and the enslavement of all beings in this world, and to keep those few such as myself at bay, and doing whatever is necessary to try to keep me under control. The vicious hatred and scorn that has been seething, boiling, and festering within me for over three and a half decades has been manifested and weaponized into the terrorizing sonic rage blast that lies before you. This was not created, and I do not exist for your pleasure, acceptance, support, or adulation. This is not for fame, recognition, or stardom. This is my revenge. This is my weapon. This is my declaration. This is my absolution. to the Ukrainian nationalists fi- fighting the invading forces of Vladimir Putin, as well as to my satanic soulmate, who I got back into my life because Satan fucking rocks.
Invocation to Satan. In nomine de nostri satanis, luciferi excelsi. In the name of Satan, ruler of the earth, true God, almighty and ineffable, who has created man to reflect in thine own image and likeness, I invite the forces of darkness to bestow their infernal power upon me. Open the gates of hell to come forth to greet me as your brother and friend. Deliver me, O mighty Satan, from all past error and delusion. Fill me with truth, wisdom, and understanding. Keep me strong in my faith and service, that I may abide always in thee with praise, honor, and glory be given thee forever and ever. Ave Satanus. I realize that acts of ritual have no real bearing on the material or invisible worlds. I acknowledge that it is my mind alone that manipulates the web of reality and makes my will manifest. While good and evil do not exist, except within the bounds of personal preference and perception, and I am not constrained by moral barriers, I will not harm those who have not sought destruction to my lot, life, freedom, and happiness. To my fellows, I swear by my blood, my loyalty, and to offer whatever services I can, should they ever be in need of me. I vow to cherish and defend the vast kingdoms of the Earth Mother, 
for without her, life itself could not exist. I realize that my actions of today will cast a reaction and reflection into the future of the intangible tomorrow. Therefore, I announce myself as the ruler of my own destiny and will place the responsibility to enrich my existence upon my own head. I am a Satanist.
Satan, I arise today invigorated by the power of your radiant light. Divine is the light that leads me and goes through me as day passes to night. As light passes to darkness, darkness becomes my light. I glorify you in all that I do, for I am true and right. Ave Satanus. Satanic Paganism's Right of Day.
Satan with me, Satan before me, Satan behind me, Satan within me, Satan in the heart of everyone who thinks of me, Satan in every eye that sees me, Satan in every ear that hears me. That is the daily satanic pagan rite.
The Tasmanian Devil from Satan Speaks by Anton Xander LeVay. I learned a great lesson in self-awareness from a Tasmanian devil. Let me tell you how. When I was in my teens, during my carny days, I knew an old showman named Ben Davenport. Ben was a master at presentation and Ballyhoo rivaled only by Barnum himself. He bought an old genuine steam Calliope and restored it as new, all white with gold trim. He displayed an oversized chimp as a rare and vicious Tasmanian gorilla who had killed his poor father after tearing his arm off. Ben also had a Tasmanian devil, the first one I'd encountered. He had acquired the devil as a cub through, though, through questionable sources with the intention of raising it with as much love and care as was possible to give a Tasmanian devil. Then upon adulthood, presumably he would have an attraction as fierce as his Tasmanian gorilla. We had correctly anticipated that the chimp, turned gorilla, would enjoy acting ferocious. Chimps are consummate actors and love to perform, and they can be mean, actually much more so than their supposedly savage gorilla relatives. The Tasmanian devil, figured Ben, was naturally truculent. All you'd have to do is stick the animal in a cage and let it, like a geek, act mad. But something went wrong. First off, the devil did little more than sleep. When he awakened periodically, he would attack the food Ben tossed into his cage. Devouring it like most humans eat fast food. Then, after some snuffling around and a good deal of scratching himself, the devil would take another nap. It appeared that this devil had b brought his Tasmanian fleas with him. Ben suspected that the devil might feel happier, but still mean, if he could be rid of his Tasmanian fleas. He tossed the pail full of flea dip on the animal one day, let it set for a while, then hosed the little fellow down. The devil, by this time named Belzebub, Bub for short, went to sleep before he even dried off. Upon awakening, Bub attacked his dinner as usual. A few days later, a strange thing happened. Bub had finished eating and was snuffling against the chain link of his cage, rubbing himself and eyeing Ben with what could be construed as affection. Making little grunting sounds, Bub acted almost as though he wanted to play. Ben tossed an old shoe into Bub's box, and before long, Bub was bat batting it around. Then Bub went to sleep with the shoe. Within two days, the devil was eating from Ben's hand, and, and gently... Bub still acted angry, however, when approaching the food in his cage, going through a sort of ritual of attacking it. After he completed his ritual, he'd eat like a cat, savoring each bite. It was then that Ben realized Tasmanian devils are fierce because they are in constant dis discomfort from Tasmanian fleas. Sleep provided protective pain relief. These could be the same fleas that made the nearly extinct Tasmanian wolf, the th thylacin, so feared. To make a long story short, Bub became a star performer because of a strong pitch. Even though he made a devoted friend and companion of the night, he was nocturnal, he still attacked his food. He enjoyed being handled and played with, which didn't fit his expected image, and he still napped during the hours the show was open to the public. Ben had produced an overnight change which Lamarck would have cheered. It wasn't until many years later that I realized the lesson to be learned from Belzebub, the Tasmanian devil. I was very much the same. I was nocturnal, preferring to set my own hours and pace but truculent over the fleas that infested my life in the form of human beings. Being able to sleep till rested and removing the personal hell of Sartre's other people has had a pleasing and certainly tranquilizing effect on me. Oh yes, 
I almost forgot the spiel that Ben had to employ while exhibiting the Tasmanian Devil. Step right up, folks. The big show is about to begin on the inside. The ferocious Tasmanian Devil, the world's meanest creature, which will attack anything in its path. See for yourself what's left of the, his former keeper. Just a chewed-up shoe he kept as a souvenir. He's just about ready to wake up from his nap and thank the Lord he sleeps when he does, or we'd all be in big trouble. See him when he wakes up, and you'll know why they call him what they do. The animal without feelings for anything or anybody... They're so rare because they even eat their young. On the inside, folks, on the on the inside. I think I hear him stirring now. Just keep away from his cage when he wakes up is all I gotta say. The Tasmanian Devil. You'll have nightmares, but they'll be worth it. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Hell, Anton LaVey. And Hell, Sergeant!
So, your religions have murdered, raped, tortured, abused, coerced, pillaged, persecuted, sacrificed, harassed, rampaged, terrorized, swindled, exploited, endangered, threatened, corrupted, committed genocide, and lied its way around the world to spread its message. But I'm the one who's going to hell for not believing in this bullshit? We're going to have a double whammy here. We're going to play Mardex Sex with Satan, as I've done in past shows here lately. And after that, it is Nun Slaughter, Satanic Slot. And both these songs go out to my Satanic Soulmate.
the nine satanic sins are one stupidity two pretentiousness three solipsism four self-deceit five herd conformity six lack of perspective seven forgetfulness of past orthodoxies eight counterproductive pride nine lack of aesthetics The real Satanist is not quite so easily recognized as such. The Satanic Bible by Anton LaVey
Satan means truth in ancient Vedic Sanskrit, mankind's original language. Look it up at satanisgod.org and joyofsatan.org.
All right, here's a little announcement. So, there are two satanic pagans that are presently incarcerated at the Federal Detention Center, Sheridan. One is named Randy Smith, registered number 82069065. And the other is David Grindstaff, number 93898509. And Sheridan, Federal Detention Center, Sheridan, uh, the FDC is P.O. Box 6000, Sheridan, Oregon, 97378. Randy Smith and David Grindstaff are both satanic pagans. Randy Smith is very talented when it comes to art. He is one of the best satanic artists I've been privileged to know for the past 20 plus years. And he is... uh, him, the, both of them are facing felon in possession of firearm charges, and Randy also has another charge that he's fighting up in Washington State uh, of a some kind of, of a bar fight. And uh, it'd be great for other Satanists to reach out to them, especially if you like to write and would like to get some art. Contact Randy Smith, and he would. Um, he'd love to send you some of his artwork. In fact, I plan on using some of his one drawing uh, titled Satan's Soldiers, which is absolutely phenomenal, for a upcoming release of another band's black metal demo that Immortal Hatred Distro will help putting out, produce, and distribute in limited amount, limited quantity. So... Again, it'd be great for other Satanists to reach out to them and write them, send them cards of, of Satanic love, and let them know that they're not forgotten. Never 
This is Triple Six of Satanic Radio, the Devil Bite Podcast. I'm tired of losing. This is a little personal testimony. I can say that I sought drugs after my grandma died. I can say that I sought drugs after my 16-year-old daughter disowned me because I still I sell satanic black metal music. I can say I sought drugs after my father assaulted my fiancé, and then he assaulted me in his drunken rage, and besides him stating that he regrets I came from his loins, he went to get the gun the woman he had an affair with had given him so that he could shoot his own son. I can say I sought drugs because my father was put under investigation for molesting my seven-year-old stepdaughter. I can say I sought drugs after no one told me that my mother was in the hospital for a heart attack and I was told weeks later through the grapevine. I can even say that I sought drugs after my fiancé ditched me with my stepdaughter for a homeless shelter because my father's investigation into child molestation was unfounded and she can't handle life stresses. I can even say I sought drugs because I was never given a choice at birth and I was circumcised due to my parents' brainwashed religious views which accepts male genital mutilation having lost my foreskin. So I'll never know the full feeling of intercourse. If you're born with it, why chop it off? But all of those things are just excuses to claim why I did drugs. Why I really did drugs though is this. Because I love getting high, and I love escaping this crappy reality for better manifestation in an alternate dimension where bliss awaits me. And the reason why I sought drug therapy on my own is because I'm tired of losing. I first did meth in federal prison at 31 years old. Ten years ago now. And I absolutely loved it. And I hate prison, but that meth escape was what I needed while seeing and being involved in pure violence that the United States penitentiary system is. I loved how my hair stood up on end, how my body was vibrating, my clarity of mind, my energy rising, and I could hear everything around me, every conversation, and I could understand exactly what everyone in the day room were discussing. And I loved how Satan and my pagan god's names, like Odin, echoed within my head. But I'm tired of losing. I'm tired of getting on my feet. Here it is, 22 years after my first felony, and just as I think I've got the goat by the horns, I got everything going for me. I've got a job, a woman, a kid, a home, no credit card debt, a book or two selling great on Amazon. 
I get kicked down by the system by violating probation. The last time I violated was for stabbing a fool who attacked my wife as she held a baby. Then she goes on to screw my friends. If I didn't stab him for that, then I stabbed someone on the prison yard for disrespecting a big homie. Or I stabbed him in the chow hall as he took a bite from a, his burger. Or I stabbed him for taking an apple off a big homie's table and talking smack. Or I stabbed him for being a PC case on my institutional bus going from one shoe to another shoe. I'm tired of losing. And this time I violated for being charged for my father's drunken abuse of my ex-fiancee and I and giving too many dirty UAs just as I once again barely got on my feet with a new home, a car, a job, a motorcycle focused now to help myself succeed for once. Yet I fulfilled my promise to get the three of us a home and to get clean. Every two years out, I become that 90% statistic and violate probation. Since the year 2000, I've spent, until last month, I've, I've spent 16 years in prison, and I've never gotten off probation until last month when I got off the state probation. But I'm tired of losing. I'm tired of POs pretending to care about me when they don't know anything about me when what's on paper. I'm tired of blood relatives being drunkards who start a physical confrontation, but upon defending myself and my now ex-fiance, they press charges after screaming how you're just a piece of shit who should never have come from their fucking loins, and he can't wait to see me back in prison where he says I fucking belong. Oh yeah? Father, I don't belong in prison, but you do for destroying the wolf clan. I belong on my Harley that I built with my comrade after 11 hours in the freezing cold on January 1st of this year. I belong sitting on it, riding in the wind, being free, in control of not just my handlebars, but in control of wherever I want to ride my life path to. And I deserve a good, real woman to ride in my seat behind me. And I can't do that high on meth while on federal probation. I sought drug rehab myself because I'm sick and tired of losing my life to incarceration. I just want to feel freedom again, and this time no longer shackled to the confines of the courts and the violence of the United States penitentiary system. With that being said, I can now focus on my lifelong satanic mission. I can now focus on preaching satanic paganism and the creation of Church of Satanic Paganism. I can now help write up the satanic paganism's unholy Bible. I can now proselytize and look for property where satanic pagans can build a complex and paint it black with indoor and outdoor worship areas, and my satanic pagan coven family can live at it to spread Satan's message across this domed flat earth. I can now focus on a future, not just focus on the moment and being high. Granted, it has been said to smoke meth and hail Satan. Meth does have its medicinal properties, and eventually it will be legalized here in Oregon since since it has been decriminalized, just as marijuana is now legal. But I don't need to smoke meth and hail Satan. I can hail Satan sober and conduct ritual and know that Satan does truly exist and is a powerful deity that can be manifested because Satan is within me. Satan is me, just as Satan is within you and is you. When I hail Satan, I hail myself. I am triple six and I am a satanic pagan. The right way of the left-hand path. Ave Satanus.
And here is a reading of Aleister Crowley's hymn, The Lucifer. Where, nor of good nor ill, what aim hath act? Without its climax death, what savor hath life? An impeccable machine, exact. He paces in inane and pointless path to glute brute appetites, his soul content. How tedious were he fit to comprehend himself more, this our noble element of fire, nature, love, and spirit unkinned. Life hath no spring, no axle, and no end. His body a bloody ruby radiant with noble passion, sun sold Lucifer, swept through the dawn colossal, swift aslant on Eden's imbecile perimeter. He blessed non-entity with every curse and spiced with sorrow the dull soul of sense, breathed life into the sterile universe with love and knowledge, drove out innocence. The key of joy is disobedience. And that is Aleister Crowley's poem, Hymn to Lucifer. Only on Satanic Radio, the Devil's Bite Podcast.
Alright, so I've got a quick little announcement. Some people were a little worried, including myself. As you know, I'm presently in an undisclosed location in a halfway house serving a federal violation sentence to be released on my birthday coming up in a few months. On 4-22-22, I uh, had to go to the hospital, and it just so happened that a little microchip was taken out of my head that was creating a lot of problems. Well, it was kind of crazy. It was the size of a piece of rice. Ones that you've seen maybe before that have gone inside people's hands when they are being chipped. This chip is something to do with controlling one's mind. So it makes sense to me about how things went with certain relationships in my life in which case I was under the control of someone else something else some higher governmental agency who was trying to lead me to think I was being gang stalked. My family was thinking I was nuts and possibly needing to go into a mental institution. And as everyone knows, gang stalking, for those of you who have studied it and researched it and been victims yourselves, know that they also tried to lead you to suicide. And yes, I was pretty suicidal. I thought maybe it was the drugs I was counterbalancing, counteracting the control mechanism in my head, the voices and everything else, the psycho, psychotronics that were being used against me, which is exactly what it is with Don Serrano, Chilean esoteric mysticist, warned about many years ago in his Luciferian philosophies I'm lucky to have my mind back and I I see what's going on I know what's going on and I'm ready for the next step to get some fucking revenge against these fucking power freaks the forces of Yahweh Try to chip me again, you bastards. I'm on to you.
Jesus is fake. The Bible is fiction. Christianity is a slave religion. Free your mind.
when people stop believing in God, they don't suddenly believe in nothing. They become free to believe in themselves.
benign satanic statements. Satan represents indulgence instead of abstinence. Satan represents vital existence instead of spiritual pipe dreams. Satan represents undefiled wisdom instead of hypocritical self-deceit. Satan represents kindness to those who deserve it instead of love wasted on ingrates. Satan represents vengeance instead of turning the other cheek. Satan represents responsibility to the responsible instead of concern for psychic vampires. Satan represents man as just another animal, sometimes better, more often worse than those that walk on all fours, who, because of his divine, spiritual, and intellectual development, has become the, the most vicious animal of all. Satan represents all of the so-called sins, as they all lead to physical, mental, or emotional gratification. Satan has been the best friend the church has ever had, as he has kept it in business all these years. But I can assure you, Satanism is here to stay. Satan can take the form of a beautiful woman. Satan can take the form of a sleek animal. An automobile can be very satanic. These things can be anthropomorphized into Satan. Well, when I was a teenager, I was interested in the occult. And the occult in those days meant you got dream books, and you got books on fortune telling and all that sort of thing. The closest thing there was to anything about calling up spirits or demons and that sort of thing was to want to take anything against its will. Sex goddesses of the past have been largely as a result of luck, luck, or blindness. However, in the case of Jane Mansfield, uh, she was the church of Satan. 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 Thank <laughs> you.
Black skies inside the mind, cluttered with blood-wet stars. Class of sanity stop all flow of blood, caught in the life that I lead. Cold handshakes from everyone that I meet, spikes of love, bust through flesh in the bed that I sleep. Rivers of pain pump through you, becoming a sea so black, I must swim too. Touch fluid slick minds, but beware, for your finger just might slide across mine. Chanting children in the grass, grapple the wicked thoughts, grin as blood-soaked wicked me, Damien. Sick ass fucking poem. Thank you, demo. Yeah.
Satan means truth in ancient Vedic Sanskrit, mankind's original language. Look it up at satanisgod.org and joyofsatan.org. of the satanic word not just listeners of the satanic word there's a time 
Poison kiss. The user's lips or saliva is laced with the toxic poison or venom that when they kiss a victim, the victim will suffer the effects of the poison. This poison can cause the victim to become horribly sick, delusional, paralyzed, or even cause death. Beware. Of the poison kiss.
Is God willing to prevent evil, but not able? Then he is not omnipotent. Is he able, but not willing? Then he is malevolent. Is he both able and willing? Then why is there evil? Is he neither able nor willing? Then why call him God?
The theistic Satanist says, I am a theistic Satanist. I believe in the demon gods and goddesses. Satan is the highest of the gods. I am not evil. I am simply the best human I can be. I don't sacrifice children, virgins, or animals. I do not worship the Christian devil. I am a theistic Satanist, and I am a, a proud pagan. Lucifer, Lord of the Night, Bringer of Light, Father of Darkness, Father of Might. In this arid wilderness of steel and stone, I raise up my voice that you may hear. To the east and to the west I beckon. To the north and to the south I show a sign proclaiming death to the weakling, wealth to the strong. Open your eyes that you may see, O men of mildewed minds. And listen to me, ye bewildered millions. For I stand forth to challenge the wisdom of the world. 
to interrogate the laws of man and of God. I request reasons for your golden rule and ask the why and wherefore of your Ten Commands. Before none of your printed idols do I bend in acquiescence, and he who saith thou shalt to me is my mortal foe. I dip my forefinger in the watery blood of your impotent man, redeemer, and write over his thorn-torn brow, the true prince of evil, the king of the slaves. No hoary falsehood shall be a truth to me. No stifling dogma shall encramp my pen. I break away from all conventions which are not those which leadeth to my earthly success and happiness. I raise up in stern invasion the standard of the strong. I gaze into the glassy eye of your fearsome Jehovah and pluck him by the beard. I uplift a broad axe and split open his worm-eaten skull. I blast out the ghastly contents of philosophically whited sepulchers and laugh with sardonic wrath. Coming up next is Satanic Radio's Anal Corner. Because you got Anal Cunt and Anal Blasphemy. Fuck it, man! I'm a man! I'm a man! 
So what does History.com say about Satanism? Here we go. www.history.com on Satanism. Satanism is a modern, largely non-theistic religion based on literary, artistic, and philosophical interpretations of the central figure of evil. It wasn't until the 1960s that an official satanic church was formed by Anton LaVey. Prior to the 20th century, Satanism did not exist as a real organized religion, but was commonly claimed as real by Christian churches. These claims surfaced particularly when persecuting other religious groups during events like the Inquisition, various witch hysterias in Europe and colonial America, and the satanic panic of the 1980s. Who is Satan? The popular image of Satan is a horned, red, demonic human figure with a pointy tail and sometimes hooves. To Christians, sinners are sent to his domain, hell, after death. Hell is described as an underground world dominated by fire and sadistic demons under Satan's command. Satan's first appearance wasn't in Christianity. He began as the Zoroastrian devil figure of Angri, Angra, Menu, or Ahriman, which opposed the Zoroastrian creator god and tempted humans. Satan is later portrayed in Jewish Kabbalism, which presents him as a demon who lives in a de demonic realm. The name Satan first appeared in the Book of Numbers in the Bible, used as a term describing defiance. The character of Satan is featured in the Book of Job as an accusing angel. In the apocryphal Book of Enoch, written in the first century BC, Satan is a member of the Watchers, a group of fallen angels. Later established as a nemesis as Jesus Christ in the New Testament, the final book of the Bible, Revelations, depicts him as the ultimate evil. It's the Christian figure of Satan that Satanism directly references. Satan is anti-hero. In his 14th century poem Inferno, Dante captured centuries of Christian belief by portraying Satan as an evil monster. But the romantics of the 17th century recast him as an admirable and magnetic rebel, an anti-hero defying God's authoritarianism. 
John Milton's epic 1667 poem Paradise Lost is the pivotal text for establishing this interpretation in creative works. William Godwin's 1793 treatise and inquiry concerning political justice later gave Milton's depiction political legitimacy. The most enduring satanic symbol was created by occult author Eliphas Levy. Levy describes him as the horned goat deity Baphomet in his 1854 book Dogme et Rituel, which linked Baphomet with Satan. Probably a French misinterpretation of Muhammad. Baphomet was the deity the Knights Templar were accused of worshipping in trials in the 14th century. Satan in the 19th century. The last half of the 19th century saw a resurgence in the view of Satan as anti-hero. This was thanks to works like Italian poet Gaiuse Carducci's anti-papal hymn to Satan and William Blake's illustrations for Paradise Lost in 1888. In his own book, The Marriage of Heaven and Hell, Blake presented Satan as a messiah. Around the same time, Theosophical Society founder Madame Blavatsky wrote about Satan as a commendable insurgent offering humans wisdom. Artists in the decadent movement like Felician Rops placed satanic imagery in paintings, influenced by writers like Baudelaire and Poe. Satan was also employed in writings from socialist leaders like Mikhail Bakunin and Karl Marx. Polish author Stanislaw Przybyszewski wrote two books about Satan in 1897, one fiction and one non-fiction. Przybyszewski's Satan was an anarchist with a comprehensive philosophy that was similar to modern Satanism. Przybyszewski's young acolytes called themselves Satan's kinder. Aleister Crowley Legendary occultist Alan Aleister Crowley viewed Satan symbolically. His 1913 poem, A Hymn to Lucifer, celebrated the devil as the provider of soul and rebellion to the universe. Crowley's ideas were influential in Satanism. One offshoot from Crowley's crowd was the German group Fraternitas Saturni in 1926. Its founder, Gregor A. Gregorius, wrote Satanish Magi, which borrowed heavily from the Romantics and adopted Satan within the group's astrological symbol. Fraternitas Saturna still exists and Gregorius's writing has been used in Satanist practice. Anton LaVey Sometime between 1957 and 1960, Anton LaVey, a former carnival worker and musician, held night classes in the occult. Regular attendees eventually formed the Church of Satan. These sessions were mostly discussion-based, but on April 30th, 1966, the group formalized as the Church of Satan, and the meetings became more ritual-based, incorporating theatrics, costuming, and music. LeVay became known as the Black Pope. The church's early recruiting efforts included the short-lived Topless Witches Review nightclub show featuring Susan Atkins, who would later join the Manson family. The Satanic Bible LeVay's Satanic Bible was published in 1969, bringing together LeVay's personal mix of black magic and occult concepts, secular philosophy and rationalism, and anti-Christian ridicule into essays stressing human autonomy and self-determination in the face of an indifferent universe. The Satanic Bible gave the church a national reputation and served as a strong vehicle for its significant growth. Herbert Sloan Ohio barber and part-time spiritual medium Herbert Sloan claimed in 1969 that he started the first Satanist organization, the Our Later Lady of Indoor Coven, Our Lady of Indoor Coven of the 
Ophite cultus Satanis in 1948. Sloan described his group as focused on the metaphysical aspects of Satan and offered service, communion, and coffee and donuts, socializing afterward. To compete with LeVay's offerings, he added naked women to the meetings. Order of the Nine Angles The Order of Nine Angles formed in England in the 1970s to practice an occult-focused Satanism and the more recently Joy of Satan, which wraps UFO conspiracies and anti-Semitism into their Satanism. Satanic Schisms As the Church of Satan grew in size, internal rifts developed, leading some members split off to start their own branches. One expelled church member, Wayne West, formed the first occultic church of man in 1971. Newsletter editor Michael Aquino left to form the Temple of Set in 1975, and plenty others followed. As proof of Satanism's growth, the U.S. Army included the faith in its manual for chaplains, religious requirements, and practices beginning in 1978. The next decade brought in newer denominations like the Luciferian Children of Satan, founded by Marco Dimitri in Italy in 1982. Dimitri was convicted of child abuse, but was later cleared. Later satanic groups include the Order of the Left Hand Path, a New Zealand group founded in 1990 that mixed Satanism with Nietzschean philosophy and the Satanic Reds. The Satanic Reds formed in 1997 in New York and combined Satanism with socialism and Lovecraftian concepts, a subgenre of horror fiction. Satanic Panic The 1980s Satanic Panic saw Christian fundamentalists push the idea that Satanic cults were systematically abusing children in rituals and committing widespread murder and successfully convinced the general public through sensational news coverage. Christian groups typically misrepresented the church's beliefs and practices in order to fabricate a real-world villain behind the conspiracy for the media. Serial killer Richard Ramirez, when finally captured in 1985, claimed to be a Satanist, employing Satanic symbolism to his look and claiming to know LeVay, adding fuel to the fire of the panic. LeVay claimed they had briefly met in the streets in the 1970s, but Ramirez had never set foot in the church. The panic escalated with Satanic ritual abuse becoming a standard aspect of high-profile cases like the McMartin School in California. These criminal cases featured a consistent lack of evidence and alleged coercion on the part of child psychologists pushing the conspiracy theory. The zeal of the fundamentalists led to few, if any, investigations or prosecutions of actual Satanists. Most of the victims of the frenzy were other Christians. post Levey Church of Satan the Church of Satan weathered the satanic panic of the 1980s and 90s, with LeVay keeping a calm and low profile despite media attention. But the group faced challenges after LeVay's death in 1997. Leadership went to LeVay's partner, Blanche Barton, after a legal battle with his children. In 2001, Barton appointed author and church member Peter H. Gilmore as high priest and his wife, church administrator P Peggy Nadramia, as high priestess. Gilmore's controversial claims that Church of Satan members were the only true Satanists led to a new wave of exoduses that saw departing church members creating their own offshoots. Luciferianism Former Order of the Nine Angles member and heavy metal musician Michael Ford formed the Greater Church of Lucifer in 2013, opening the first public satanic temple in Houston two years later. The Greater Church of Lucifer follows many Levian principles with touches of the occult and has chapters in other countries. The Satanic Temple The most successful result of church divisions is the Satanic Temple. It first gained attention in 2013 with a satirical rally, rally against Florida Governor Rick Scott, but grew into a more organized group quickly. Co-founders Lucian Greaves and Malcolm Jerry characterized the temple, temple's creation as a reaction to the Church of Satan's inability to 
manifest itself into a real-world relevant organization. Calling itself a non-theistic religion, embracing the devil as a symbolic form of rebellion in the tradition of Milton, the temple devoted itself to political action focused on the separation of church and state, religious equality, and reproductive rights. The Satanic Temple gained notoriety through two attempts to have a statue of Baphomet legally placed on two state capital grounds, Oklahoma in 2015 and in Arkansas in 2018, in, reacts to, in reaction to government-sanctioned Ten Commandment monuments. The temple launched a physical location in Salem, Massachusetts in 2016 and was recognized as a religion by the U.S. government in 2019, receiving tax-free status. It has grown to include about 20 temples across North America and was the focus of Penny Lane's acclaimed 2019 documentary, Hail Satan, which is credited for giving Satanism its highest profile yet. Sources, The Invention of Satanism by Asbjorn Durandal, James R. Lewis, and Jesper Peterson, published by Oxford University Press. Then Satanism, A Social History by Massimo Introvigni, published by Brill in 2016. Then The New Satanism, Less Lucifer, More Politics by Josh Sandburn, Time Magazine, December 10th, 2013. And then A Satanic Idol Goes to the Arkansas Capitol Building by A.V. Selk, Washington Post, August 17th, 2018. So that, my friends of Satanic Radio, the Devil's Bite Podcast, is the printout of Satanism from History.com. Tell me what you think.
Satan means truth in ancient Vedic Sanskrit, mankind's original language. Look it up at satanisgod.org and joyofsatan.org. Life is the great indulgence. Death, the great abstinence. Therefore, make the most of life here and now.